Hey guys, welcome back to Just Talking. We have a special surprise in today. We have actually we have a guest speaker. It's the first time we had a guest speaker. Super excited. Um, and you know, really excited to have him here. It's actually our pastor from our church, Pastor Zane. Woo! It's go time. What's yeah. up, y'all? Season two. We started we started off strong. Yeah. <laughs> we said, no, we're not going from the bottom, we're going straight to the top. Not with you. <laughs> But I, th I think um, we should, I, I would like to take this chance for, for Pastor Zane to kind of share his testimony with y'all so y'all can get a little bit more um, kind of background or familiar with him. get a little yeah. bit more familiar Some with him. Context. Yeah, since y'all going to be listening to him and us for like probably the next hour. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> if y'all remember our first episode, we actually did a one minute testimony. We bring it back. Uh, and we're going to bring it back. Hopefully Corey will not scream this time. <laughs> hey, I won't be doing the testimony. <laughs> so, all right. You ready? I'll go in. Oh, wait, no, wait. I'm gonna give you a couple of seconds, actually. All right, when you start, I'll press. Well, uh, so good to be with you guys here today. You guys are hilarious already. I, this is a riot. Um, I uh, grew up in church, been serving the Lord my whole life, uh, was, was raised in a Christian home, very fortunate. And um, around uh, 16, 17, I started feeling a burden and really a calling on my life. Uh, wasn't sure what that was. I went to university, studied engineering. That's what brought me to South Texas. I'm originally from Arkansas, and the Lord brought me to South Texas. I uh, started attending this church, New Life Church, and uh, met my beautiful wife, Priscilla. And uh, while I was working for an oil refinery as an engineer, uh, we started a college ministry, NLYA, and uh man just wanted to reach our local university and so that's how i got in the ministry and i've been serving the lord for my whole life that's awesome that's uh, that's he awesome. did that with four seconds of wow. Wow. Yeah. Yo, all of us i read that that first episode all of us. i was racing i was like took so long on that first episode. Oh, I think we had to do like run throughs. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did a couple, I think we did two takes. He, I, yeah. I definitely did two takes. He was so yeah. nonchalant. Yeah. He's like, yeah, this is my, I he's mean, like, you know, my beautiful wife. He's like, 15 seconds of spare. Shout out Priscilla. <laughs> awesome. Well, I guess, That's you know, great. Yeah. expect everything and nothing. Hey, it's your boy, Trevor. Hey, yo. Hey, y'all. Oh. D. And Nikki G. And this is just talking. All right, guys. This is just talking. Just um, talking, but with a Z. We're just talking. Z. Uh, yeah. 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 Talking, just talking. <laughs> if y'all are expecting another podcast, I don't. I think y'all in the wrong one. Yeah. But if y'all are expecting us, then congrats, you made it. <laughs> but anyway, so this week, I think it just like every single week we've done so far is. It's, Kind of ties in with our past episode, and I think this mm -hmm. week, um, something that's been on my heart that I really wanted to share is talking about our identity in Christ. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I know we mentioned, I think a couple of us has mentioned that last week in our last episode, talking about how um, the steps of a Christian, how mm -hmm. having an identity in Christ is so important. But uh, y'all might be listening to it, and may maybe people who do understand, who don't understand, uh, all alike. I feel like. Having an identity crisis is something that's kind of, you know, um, how to say, it's a little, it gets confusing sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, you know, you could be thinking, well, what does it mean to have identity crisis? You know, my name, my identity is Leon. I, I, you got, know? I got a driver's <laughs> license. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a driver's license. That's my identity. I have a social security card. But like, what it, are those it, numbers again? One, two, three, four, five, six. But yeah, I think it goes a lot more deeper than that. And, and even for for believers who's gone to church, you know, there's mm -hmm. there's still so much yeah. to dive into when it comes yeah. to identity crisis. Sure, you know, sure. it's mm -hmm. it's not something that is like, oh, you're a non-believer or you're just getting into church. Here's the identity of Christ. Memorize this and know this yeah. in the next like one year. And then for the believers, Ooh. you guys are good to go. Like, yeah. you know, I, I think believers and non-believers alike, or even new Christians or old Christians alike, we all kind of have this thing where we have times where we can struggle with our identity or even yeah. we may need to know what it means to have identity. Yeah, for um, sure, for sure. So I guess I, we can just kind of dive right in um, with our first one. Like what, what, is, what do you, to you guys, what is, what do you think it means to have identity in Christ? Like why, why is it so important? 
anything past you, Zane, should go first. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, you got to follow it up. Yeah, bro. I can't follow it up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> well, if you don't mind, I want to uh, read a quick little passage of scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Galatians 3.26. It says, you are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus, and all who have been united with Christ in baptism have put on Christ like putting on new clothes. Mm. There is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male and female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. And now that you belong to Christ, you are the true children of Abraham. You are his heirs and God's promise to Abraham belongs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Really, I think, you know, if you're going to live for Jesus, Mm -hmm. one of the qualifications is, you give up your identity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's no Jew or Gentile, slave or free. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you're actually, it's, it's a prerequisite. You lay down your identity to take on a new identity. And mm-hmm. that's, that's the identity of Christ. I mean, Jesus said, take up your cross and follow me. Yeah. And that's really poetic, but mm-hmm. uh, honestly, it wasn't intended to be. Take up your cross means <laughs> die to yourself. Yeah. Lay down your identity. Lay down your life to follow me. Uh, and so uh, I just I think it's so important because it's the only way to actually serve the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. No, that's we, good. we started hot. Like I said, <laughs> we're going straight to the top. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, think, I think I could follow that up. Um, kind of something, you know, we were talking about earlier is um, a lot of Christians like you may not know if you're you know newly saved that your whole identity is going to change. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but if you think about like, let's just go through like what let's say non-believers could find their identity in, you know, like. Mm-hmm. For example, your name, right? So Io has 15 different names. Mr. S.A., Io Hurricane, Io, he has, yeah, you know, Hurricane, 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 your name is just a sound, right? You, yeah. you don't find your identity in a sound, right? Mm, or let's yeah. go to your, you know, like where you work, right? So Pastor Zane was saying in his testimony earlier, he was saying, you know, I used to be a engineer. Well, that changed. Obviously, he's a pastor now. You know what I mean? So he didn't find identity right. in his job. Yeah. Um. And you can go through so many different things. I'm, you know, I went to, or we go to Tammy CC, you know, we're Islanders, but like in 10 years, who's really going to care? You know what I mean? Hey. Unless you're from Stanford. Hey, I'll be, I'll always, <laughs> I'll always, I'll always, I'll always. Real with you, I, I think Tammy CC cares, the alumni. Yeah. And, you know, Philippians uh, 3, 4, Paul is talking about, he's like, he kind of like lays it out there. He's like, look, dude, I I was it all, right? I got circumcised when yeah. I was eight days old. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to church. I did all these things. And and yet, like, you know, I was the highest of the highest. I had all the money. But, like, none of that means anything to me, you know? Yeah. Because when you find Christ, it, it all kind of gets thrown away. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. He's like, I used to be the baller. You know what I mean? I had all the money. Everyone yeah. wanted to be me. But now that I found my identity in Christ, like, all that is actually useless to me. Like, it yeah. means nothing to me anymore. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, going off of what Pastor Zane said, can I just say Zane? Is that cool? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Zane. <laughs> um, but um, so like going off of that, like, you know, taking up your cross and dying, like it's just saying like, I'm a, sorry, Corey just spit out of his gum. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm what, like, what is he doing? <laughs> I thought um, you kissed his name tag. Uh, oh. Man, but, what? <laughs> this is why the next iteration of yeah. this podcast mm-hmm. has to have the camera element. We said it, we said first we have to get Zane and then we're going to go. Okay. To the next yeah. <laughs> but yeah, kind of going off that, it's like everything before Christ, like BC Trevor, like is useless. Nothing mm-hmm. matters. You know, I used to be an FFA stray sheep, but no one, no one uh, calls me farmer boy anymore. Um, you know, who called you farmer boy? My teachers. To follow that guys, to follow that up guys. So when I read, um, when you posed the question to us, you know, what does it mean to have identity in Christ? The first, the absolute first thing that came to me um, was me as, as an eight year old singing hymnals in church. Mm. Um, and, and the song is, um, my hope is built on nothing less. Yeah. Um, and so, guys, bear with me. I'm gonna gonna read through these song lyrics. ASMR. Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to sing it. Yeah. Dude, I, I can't, man. Yes, you can. My hope is built. But yeah, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ, my righteousness. Mm. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. Mm. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. And I think. 
that mm-hmm. fully embodies the meaning of having identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. If your identity is anything else, bro, that that sand is is gonna be eroded quickly. You yeah. know, yeah. whatever yeah. you whatever you have your identity in, whether it be mm-hmm. um, your smarts, um, uh, athleticism. athleticism. Oh, big. That's that's right. yeah. Things that things that we can get very prideful in that can yeah. fall away in such a quick yeah. instant. Yeah. Um, yeah. Compared to compared to building your identity on Christ, he's a solid rock, solid yeah. foundation. Yeah. He, you know, like he never changes. You know, yeah. um, he was the same God then, and he's, and he's the same God now. Yeah. Um, and so mm-hmm. that's what it means for me, at least, to have your identity built in Christ. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unwavering yeah. faith. Um, you're, you're you're strictly focused on him. Your everlasting hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Bunny Bunny Hop, real quick. I think the thing that kind of like going along with that is like. Everything else that we could potentially find our identity in is temporary besides yeah. Christ. Christ Absolutely. is the only thing that, yeah. you know, yeah. that's going to be that. If you have that, like, heaven mindset, you know, where you're saying, yeah. oh, I thought that nice. was That was scary. scary. <laughs> 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 like, wow. <laughs> we, had a, we had the AC go off. Oh, we're also recording. We're recording our, in the church yeah. live. So, boom. Um, coming to you live, actually. So, while you're listening to this, it's actually live. Yeah, yeah, but when yeah. we're editing, it's probably going to be at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, yeah, that you know, having that identity in Christ, it's the only thing about you that's not going to change. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For instance, yeah. like, all right, back to athleticism, right? You yeah. you set a school record. You set a high school record, fastest time in the hundred meter dash. Boom. A couple years later, mm-hmm. boom. Oh no. I, I didn't it. know that. I, said, well, I was not school. fast. Don't don't get <laughs> <ask> me. <laughs> don't, don't, don't give me this. <laughs> no, but 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 yeah yeah you you set a record. Um. And you're like, all right, cool, yeah, I'm that, I'm that guy, I'm that yeah, guy who set yeah, the record. Yeah. Who are you? Like, my name's on the board. Five, two, two maybe not. Later. Yeah, two years later, someone's so dusting that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's funny though. What was the like, time though? My time that I set for my school was ten two, and then bro, Ooh. the dude after me. <laughs> ten went, seconds. Ten seconds, and then he ran ten well, point one. Point one second. I was like, it's, it's dude, that's like almost Olympic times. Oh yeah. You but, should have yeah, seen his calves. Right. <laughs> Iowa's calves have Did a you shadow. think you were going to the Olympics? That was a dream. And then I got hurt. You got hurt? I got hurt because I decided to play soccer. At least you have good looks now to fall back. Absolutely. Until that fades too. Let me tell you. That. <laughs> <laughs> tell you but, uh, yeah, actually, I, I'm glad I'm glad Trevor mentioned Paul because that's actually something I really wanted to mention too is that Looking at my notes. I think, well, actually, I have a ring right <laughs> keep here. Going, keep going. <laughs> 1121. Oh, come at me. Is, that, come is that a pen? Did you just write that? But I'm actually really glad you mentioned Paul, though, because I think to me, at least personally, I think Paul is like the biggest ex- example of yeah. finding identity in Christ, yeah. right? Before he was Paul, he was um, uh, Saul. 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 Sorry, I, <laughs> I have no clue why that is. It's because BC Saul sucks. <laughs> but he was Saul, right? He was yeah. he was a pro- he prosecuted Christians. He, he yeah. went around everywhere prosecuting Christians, and because he prosecuted Christians, he was also well versed mm-hmm. in yeah. in the scripture because he knew exactly. Like if someone said something to him, he was like, "Oh, boom! I can come up with a comeback real yeah. quick." Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. next thing you know, guess what? Huh, you're dead. Yeah. Um, and oh this is like this is a guy who went from destroying God's community and God's children mm-hmm. to just yeah. walking on his, on the road, being blinded by a light, yeah. and getting a whole new identity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. He went from Saul, the prosecution, the prosecutor of Christians, to Paul, most arguably one of, one of the greatest yeah. followers of Christ. Yeah. You're right. Like what? Three thirds? No. no two thirds. Two thirds. Yeah. Three thirds. And three like. Thirds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <he's> <laughs> Whole Bible, <laughs> written by Paul. <laughs> no, but like Paul is arguably like one of the one of the greatest yeah, yeah, Christians, yeah. and and throughout his writings, you never see him going, like, "Yeah, I'm a I'm a great Christian. Mm-hmm. I'm a great person. You know, I follow I follow God, and I'm I'm the best one." Like you see him constantly being like, he's humbling himself. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, nothing matters about me, right? This all doesn't matter. Me, nothing yeah. matters without Christ. Yeah. yeah, it's because of Christ that I am here, and because of Christ that I am me. Yes. Right. And we see that transformation that he made and that having that identity in Christ, he realizes that his identity is nothing without Christ. Mm-hmm. I think that's such a big like um, point that we should be grabbing onto is that our identity means nothing without Christ. Yeah. Right. And, and he he definitely died. Yeah. To, to his old identity, he yeah. died to yes. Saul. Yeah, like that's like, yeah. Or, or, yeah, like Saul. Saul is no longer part of who he is now. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, well, think about this. He was a Pharisee, right? Mm-hmm. So he had a big income mm-hmm. through the synagogue yeah. system. Right. 
he had a lot of honor, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of respect, a lot of security. Yeah. I mean, he counted the call. I mean, he was literally laying down those layers of his mm-hmm. identity. Yeah. And honestly, the easiest thing was his name. I mean, he yeah. changed his name, mm-hmm. which right. is like, what's more core to your identity than your name? So he's like, you lose the name. <laughs> Lose his salary, mm-hmm. lose the robes. He couldn't dress yeah. all cool anymore. He becomes yeah. a tent maker, mm-hmm. which is like a low end labor yeah. job. I mean, yeah. oh my God, the layers that mm-hmm. that Paul had to to remove yeah. to put on Christ. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's good. That's good. I think I think another radical change, and this is something that I kind of just heard this last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but even when Jesus died, right? So he dies and he gets resurrected mm-hmm. to that new life. Mm-hmm. Um, in Luke 24, he, you know, he's talking to two of his followers about Jesus dying. They don't even recognize that it's Jesus. Yeah. 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 And it's so crazy. Cause you're like, time out. Like <laughs> if Corey died and then I'm like walking down the street and Corey's talking to me, you think I would know, but yeah. when he died, like, even though Jesus did nothing wrong, right? Like yeah. he was the spotless lamb, yeah. his own followers didn't even recognize him because when you're reborn, you know what I mean? You have that rebirth, you die yeah. to your old self, you're born into this new self. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Cause like. Even his even his outward appearance like was that glorious self of his. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that was I yeah. think his his more full full ascended mm-hmm. looks. I don't know if he had like a cleaner beard. Like it was the <laughs> cut, you know. Yeah, the fade going into it the, the beard. Like the with the glasses. Yeah. But Nick, what about you, man? I know. Uh, y'all pretty much hit everything on the the head. Um, like finding your identity in the world is like temporary because eventually yeah. you're going to die and then yeah. what's left mm. you know mm. you don't have anything when you yeah. die i was records gone yeah <laughs> yeah they're not gonna what does it look like for you then personally for me yeah as an example maybe you can well, give so us- like whatever you find identity in pours out of you especially yes. in like a bad time like if you're going through a trial mm. um, yeah. so an example that i like to call on is when moses went up to uh, Mount Sinai for the Ten Commandments, and then the Israelites, after a certain amount of period, they basically abandoned God and made it an uh, idol. Yeah. And then God called them like stiff necked because they looked like their idol, which was stiff necked. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Dang. Wow. The Wontondras. Nick with the wisdom. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, waiting good. to strike. He was over there in the He's corner. <laughs> My brain's hurting. <laughs> he goes, let me out. Never seen that. I'm ready, Coach. If y'all hear that next Sunday, I can't be held responsible. <laughs> <laughs> Anything y'all give me is up for grabs. Zane, I'm telling you, there's been like multiple times where like we've either had a topic or like something along the lines. Yeah. And then like the next Sunday, you'll listen. You'll like yeah. say something similar. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Well, I'm listening Zane's to the podcast. Right. You gotta know that. <laughs> Yo, say. Say has like an earphone in while he's giving the sermon. That's good. <laughs> yeah, we steal from you all the time. Though, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> yeah, we we actually reference a lot of a lot of your sermons and a lot of things yeah. that you say too. Um, but something I also that I kind of want to bring up is um, what Paul said when when he had that transformation from Saul to Paul, right? Yeah. That to find his to renew his identity he recognized that hey you know i need to identify who who's this right now yeah. like i'm blind i can't see a thing what is going on right now and mm-hmm. and something um that i really like is is during this transformation when he's blind and everything paul says to god um, he goes who are you mm. and he follows up with what shall i do wow. right um and i think for us trying to find our identities that's two questions that we should be asking as well who, who are you? Who are you? Right. And the who are you is like, who is the master? We have to recognize who is the master? Mm-hmm. Is it the world? Is it ourselves? As Zane kind of went over today is like, yeah. are we are we finding are we putting ourselves as, as our own God? Are we putting the world as our God? Yeah. Or are we putting God as our God? Right. Who is the master in our relationship? And yeah. then the what shall I do? Like, what does the master want? What do you want from us? Yeah. What can we do? Right. It's not uh, what do what do you want me to do that I want to do, but it's what do you want me to do? Yeah. Yeah. It's a little confusing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, what do you want me to do that I'm comfortable with? Right. Oh, yeah. But it's not mm, well, right. what am I allowing you to yeah. do? Like instead of instead of you being the god of my life, not yes. me being the god of, of, of my life. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Do you want to give like a little summary kind of over what you said today so they'll have a little bit more context on what we're talking about? Oh, yeah. Cause 
you like kind of hit it on the on the spot. Yeah, that was a convicting moment. Yeah, convicting really me. <laughs> you said like the amount of times, like okay. the amount of times I've said like I've never, or like I will never, or like yeah. never, I'm not yeah. gonna allow this to happen again. I'm like, oh my, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. What what we're referencing is uh, for for the listeners is uh, inner vows, and Jesus mm-hmm. said in Matthew five, don't make any vows. And the reason he said that is he, he said anything other than a simple yes or no is from the evil one. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when we make these inner vows, like I'll never get hurt again, I'll never trust again, I'll never take that chance again. What we're doing is we're setting ourselves up as our own God yeah. over that area of our lives. And yeah. really, we don't care. Uh, it doesn't matter to us anymore. Uh, it doesn't matter to us what God may have for us Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because we've already predetermined our response we have Mm -hmm. instead of having a yes in our spirit we have a no so we don't even care what god calls us to Mm -hmm. what he tries to bring into our lives because we we don't want to get hurt again so we're just we're we're rejecting yeah ever going down that road Mm -hmm. any any like even like possible opportunity or like yeah yeah Yeah. and i feel like uh, one thing that we've talked about a lot, even if we like subtly mention it, is that all that comes down to a heart issue. Yep. So finding your identity in Christ is still also a heart issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like we talked about earlier as well, we have a throne on our hearts. Mm-hmm. Whatever we place there is going to be guiding our direction. It's going to be leading us to where we need to wow. be. It's yeah. where we yeah. find our identity in. So if we place, like Zane was talking, our inner values on that throne, mm-hmm. that's going to be limiting what God we allow God to do in our life. If we place God on our throne, we're literally saying, okay, God, I know what I want. I know what I like, but whatever you have for me is way better than anything yes. ever yeah. expect. So go ahead and take charge. Go ahead yeah. and move me. Go ahead and lead me to where I need to go. Yeah. So that's also a way we find our identity. Whatever mm-hmm. we place on our heart, that's where our identity lies. That's yeah. a good. In- yeah. That's a really good indicator. Because yeah. it's like God, I want to do this, and I'm going to fit you into that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, dang. Yeah. Dang, dang. Uh, I think. I think before we move on, Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, Ephesians one, uh, verse for Ephesians chapter one, verses five, mm-hmm. I feel like is a great, like, like starting block yeah. for, for finding your identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and it reads, God decided in advance. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is, this is, this is before anything, you know, yeah. he already, he already knew he called you out. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, another, another version says God adopted you. And, mm-hmm. and, um, I, I, well, when I, when I read that, I thought of that, you know, that, that joke that, you know, people, people who are adopted, uh, typically make with, with uh, people who are bullying them for being adopted. At least, my, like, parents chose at me. least my parents chose yeah. me. Oh, you know, they're stuck with you. I was like, dang. I've never heard that one. I was like, I've never heard that one. But God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family mm-hmm. by, by mm. bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. Okay. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. Mm. And so and so, if, if, if you're questioning anything in your life, know for certain that God has called you. He has handpicked you mm-hmm. yeah. to be in his family. Yeah. It's yeah. not like, all right, that's a that's a straggle. Let me, I guess, I guess we'll pick him up. No, yeah. he's he's called you. And, and if he's mm. called you, there has yeah, to be a purpose. Place, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Place yeah. I like, I like, you know, Zane said this earlier, but um uh he was talking about like, let's say you're a leader and maybe you messed up, you fell into temptation, you straight away, you backslid, whatever right. it may be. Right. And now you're you kind of feel like uh, you know, well, I'm lost now. Like God wanted me to be a leader, but now I'm I'm no longer I'm no longer worthy. I guess you could say, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what was it? Oh my goodness, uh, Peter, Peter, Peter messed up, right? Yeah, you talked yes, about this, yes. I think, a couple months ago, but Peter messed up, and he was like, "Look, I denounced God three times. Yeah, I'm God, done. he's yeah, he's done with me. You know, yeah, I, you know, I messed up bad. Um, but like the thing is, like when Jesus chose Peter to be his disciple, he mm-hmm. knew he was going to denounce yeah. him. Yeah, and if yep. Peter kind of let that, why well, messed up? I'm done now. You know what I mean? Maybe mm-hmm. I am that porn, porn freak or that drug addict or the alcoholic or mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. the abuser, whatever it may be that you struggle with. If you look at yourself and say like, man, this is what I am. You know, God picked yeah. me, but now he doesn't want me anymore. Mm-hmm. Dude, Peter went ham after, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like yeah. Peter, he preached to 3000, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he, dude, Peter, Peter got bold. He was like, yo, hang me upside down yeah. because I'm not going to die the same way my dad. Yeah. Died. Yeah. And, and that's, it reminds me of like what Nick said, like I think two weeks ago, you know, we're not qualified, but we're willing, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and yes, so, yes. Yeah. yeah. Like you're never qualified, but you, you can do well. well yeah, exactly. It was your secret sauce, right? Yeah. Secret sauce. Yeah. Yeah. God doesn't uh, call the qualified. He qualifies the called. 
Is that yeah. it? With the qualifies a qual? Wait, what would you say? No, he does Qual, quality, No, it's God doesn't call it qualified, he calls the win. Yeah. Oh, there is. That's a good word. That's a good word. And that's what and that's what Peter was. If he yeah. if he if he found his identity and and dwelled on the fact that you know he he uh, he denounced God um, and that and that he was he was just a terrible person, mm-hmm. he would have never been able to do what he did afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was willing to yeah. let the Lord move in him. That's good. All right. So kind of moving on then, um, I think when we talk about ident- finding our identities in Christ, I think it kind of this kind of goes hand in hand for me is talking about identities of Christ, but also talking about the identity, or sorry, talking about our identities in Christ, mm. but also talking about the identities of Christ. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, because it's kind of like, well, how do we find identity in Christ if we don't know the identity of Christ? Mm-hmm. Christ? Have you ever heard that country song? The one where it's like, hey, dad, I, hey, d- hey, dad, I've been watching you. Yeah, I think you're cool. I'm your buckaroo. Oh, yeah, I want to be I like I, you. I think you yeah. actually showed me this. Yes. Any country song is all from you. Really, well, any country song. Yeah. The, it's a cool song. It's pretty much about like a little boy, like the dad living his life and then mm. realizing that the boy's picking up on his qualities, good and bad. You know yeah. what I mean? Ooh. But the kid's like saying like, dad, I want to be just like you like yeah. you know he, he you know at one point um the kid's like bowing his head and he he goes into praying and then dad's like watching he's like what where did this come from and the, and the kid was like well, watching i've you. been watching you dad yeah. like i want to uh, be just like yeah. you i think childlike faith you know mentality yeah. like we have mm-hmm. to you absolutely know, we're holding our dad's yeah. hand and we're like i want to be yeah. just mm-hmm. like something like our, our identity is you know we're a children of god right and so mm-hmm. kind of like exactly what trevor's saying um we should be having that childlike mentality mm-hmm. right where so, we're just following yeah. and an environment is so important too, right? Mm-hmm. If if we choose the world as our identity, if we choose to to find out the identity of the world and we follow that, well, guess what? We you could pick up some good things. I'm not mm-hmm. saying yeah. you couldn't, but think of all the many things that you could also pick up that's not good. Yeah. Right. But when we find out the identities of Christ and we follow that and we we just blindly follow that identity of Christ, guess what? We're only p- picking up good things from there. Yeah. Because there's good. there is no such thing as a bad identity that Christ has, mm-hmm. right? And and something and this is something that I heard from from a um, workshop once, and I and I really like it. So I wanted to kind of break down that the three different identities of Christ. Um, so we have the shepherd, we have the king, and the father, mm-hmm. right? And shepherd's like a farm boy, right? Yeah, that shepherd's like a farm, <laughs> farm boy. Yeah, <laughs> I guess we'll call him farm boy. Oh, no. But the shepherd, right? Essentially, what they do is they they care. They they care for mm-hmm. the flock, sheep, yeah. right? You know, as as a shepherd, I don't know if you guys know what a shepherd does. Um, or a farm boy, some would or say. Or a farm sorry. boy, as some <laughs> would say. But what they do is they take care of the flock of sheep. They make sure, you know, they get food, water, mm-hmm, make sure they yeah. don't go far. When I think of shepherd, I think of David, you know, it's just something like, mm-hmm. you know, they just, yeah. they take care of all these sheep. And in the same sense, like Christ brings people to God, right? Okay. If people start, if if we start wavering away, Christ says, hey, my little shepherd's hook. Yeah. yeah. I think I might be stereotyping <laughs> here, but my little shepherd's hook, bring you back. I want to elaborate on that because it was way back that I started getting these visuals because mm-hmm. my head goes that way. But the shepherd has two tools. He has a staff and he yeah. has that little rod, the club to beat. Yeah. yeah. So let's say you're a sheep. Yeah. And Jesus is our shepherd, which is mm-hmm. true. We let's say we're the sheep. We get stuck in a river. We're mm-hmm. drowning. He doesn't beat us with the rod. Right. He takes that to you. He takes the staff and he carries out. Yeah. So that staff is more like comfort, protection. He's yeah. a protector. Yeah. The staff shows he's a protector. That's as, good. As well as our comfort. And mm-hmm. then whenever a lion, a bear is trying to come at us, he takes that rod. Mm-hmm. He beats the back. He protects us. If we're going the wrong way, he guidely protect. He guides us with our staff. Yeah. So he's a guide and a protector. That's good. So mm-hmm. he's beating the lions Ooh. that are coming after us. We drowning in this river. He's pulling us out because he's our guide, our protection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And our protector. It's just that's, that's the vision. That's good. That's good. Can I say a cool Ooh. lamb fact? All right. This is uh, going off of Psalms 23, right? Even mm-hmm. though I walk through the shadow of the valley of death, I will fear no evil. Mm-hmm. And uh, I am i don't know exactly where it says this. I was trying to look it up. My phone's acting up now. Um, but it says, and he will lead us to greener pastures, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so lambs are extremely stupid. It's funny that God like compares us to lambs because yeah. they're, they're actually like the dumbest animals. A lamb's, oh. a lamb's way of defense is stomping its feet and standing there. Like they, <laughs> like, come on. But lambs are dumb, and so what a lamb will do? Let's say there's a there's a fence, right? It will mm-hmm. stick its head through the fence to get to the green grass, but it will end up choking itself. It's so dumb. 
that it will literally choke itself in order to get to this green path, this wow. green grass. Can I keep it real? This sounds like Maverick right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's my dog. <laughs> this really because there are a couple of times where I opened up the door slightly, he just sticks his head out, and I'm like, "Hey, man, I gotta close the door." And he's just like, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so lambs are that dumb. They'll literally like choke themselves in order to get food. And, and I don't know why I thought of this, but I was like, look, lamb fact is a lamb fact. But like the shepherd, <laughs> that's why he's saying in the, in the pasture, I didn't realize that whole psalm is David's um, explanation yeah. of like the journey that shepherds will take mm-hmm. through the valley up into the high grounds yeah. um, mm-hmm. during a certain season. I don't know exactly yeah. what season, but, you know, um, shepherding season. he's saying like, look, I think you can, even, <laughs> you can probably find a way to move this around. Like saying like if you find your identity in Christ you, or in Christ. He's leading you to that green pasture. Yeah, yeah. He's going to get you there. Yeah. You're looking at the world where you got that fence. You know, you're like, <laughs> 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 I like yeah. man facts. No, yeah, that's that's good. Um, and and kind of just to to finish up my points real quick before, because I, I know y'all have a lot to say. I really want to finish up this quick point because I want to hear what you guys have to say about it. But the other two identities of Christ we have is the king and the father, right? And yeah. the king is is – is of authority, the person that we come to and we bow down to and we worship and we give everything to, right? Um, when you think of king, you you don't defy a king, right? You don't go up to a king like, hey, man, by the way, mm, don't feel like uh, worshiping you today. Don't really feel like, you know, yeah. just I, I think I might just go home even though you told me to stay here. Like you don't really defy a king. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But in the same sense, like, God is not like a like a cruel king. He's not like a cruel king where he's like, "Hey, you better." Or he's a just one. He's a just one, right? And yeah. and he has that authority. And the the king, the identity of a being being king is is more saying like that's who's deserving of all of our of all of our worship and praise. Yeah. yeah. Right. Nothing else in this world should be a, have an identity as a king. Mm-hmm. Not even the kings of this world has identities of a king yeah. except for our God because all of our worship, all of our praise deserves to go towards him, right? He has the higher authority. Mm-hmm. And the last identity is the father, right? And that one is is a very deep relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, um, or just like a parent figure, right? It's completely based off of love. It's not based off of, um, you know, anything like discipline or anything like this. This relationship is completely based out of love. It's, yeah. it's, it's the father coming to us and saying, hey – Talk to me. Yeah. What's going on with you today? Leave it all. Put it all upon my plate. Yeah. Right. And I think something that I heard from this workshop was um, a father is is willing to pay whatever whatever it takes to bring the bring their son back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So you know a, a father is is willing to do whatever. And I I, I think I don't, I don't I've heard about this before, but like it's that mother strength. Have y'all ever heard about that? Where like oh, when, the when they lift yeah. up cars and everything. Yeah. Like, but like, yeah. there's also that father strength. You know, we love our fathers too here. Yeah. <laughs> but there's that father strength as well. Like, they they will do. They may not say a lot. They may not, you know, be the most active or in, in speech mm-hmm. or anything. But they will do whatever it takes to make sure their son or their daughter is all right. Yeah, yeah. you know, and and that's something that God the Father is as well. And we see that even with the story of prodigal son. Like, mm-hmm. he his son comes back. He doesn't. The first thing he doesn't do is like, man, where's you bitch? You know how late you're past curve. Like the first thing he does, he goes, Hey, I'm welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. Yeah. Hey, put on these clothes. I want the best of the best for my son because he he yeah. came back. Mm-hmm. He's back now. He he got lost, but he's back now. Mm-hmm. And that's the same kind of father that that the that identity of Christ yeah. we have in Christ. Good. For sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah. Daddy Leon, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> we, have an actual dad. Yeah, we have an actual dad here. Oh, yeah. Same <laughs> <laughs> <Things> a <of> father. <laughs> All right, so you want to go, Nick? You think- yeah, sure. We'll, let, we'll let you open this one. Um, So I kind of split it up and gave them, like, different names. So, like, mm. the forgiver, the lover, and the caller. Wow. Oh. So, like, the father's... Well, I like this the one better. Thing, <laughs> yeah. I like this. So, like, the father is a forgiver. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what you do. You can, like, Peter denied Jesus three times. Yeah. He still forgave him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's, and we already have it. It's just we have to be willing to accept it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Good word. Yeah. Um, and then the lover is um, Jesus, where he'll gently guide you towards the right path like he did mm-hmm. on his time on earth. Yeah. And it's unconditional. It doesn't matter what he did. Even though mm-hmm. Peter denied him, three times he mm-hmm. still loved him he still died for him yeah mm-hmm. 
And then um, the caller is the Holy Spirit where we're called to walk in righteousness and it Holy Spirit puts convictions on us. Yeah. Um, and we're supposed to walk with purpose. Yeah. So, and <clears throat> we are called to reflect Jesus in our daily lives to the best of our ability. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's good. I think I think one thing to note too is obviously we're all serving the same God, right? Yeah. yeah. We're following the same person, but I don't want you to think that like okay, you know, I'm following God, I have to have this identity now and it's set like this. So everyone, you know, we're not a cult. We're not all like the reason um when we made this podcast, the reason we chose everyone that we did pick mm-hmm. and we wanted it like this is cuz even though we're all following the same God, we are very different. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, and even how we serve and how we lead is completely different. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, some of us are a little bit more hard on certain things or um, how we handle a situation. Some of us may put more love like, hey, I'm going to help you. I'm going to guide you through this. Some of us may have different love in a sense of like I'm going to let you walk through this so you can see what it's like. You know, yeah. shepherd is the one who chases the lamb. The father is the one who sits and waits for the son to return. Mm. You know, yeah. Yeah. I took that from saying. I took really? that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you remember, but you told me that, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna coin this." <laughs> wow. so, I remember. So cool. Good. Um, but yeah, so like you know, we we are all following God, but everyone here is completely different because me and I are nothing alike besides like both being devastatingly handsome. Yes. 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 Even Zane agrees that we're cute. <laughs> I feel like this is not that kind of podcast. <laughs> I may be listening to the wrong one. <laughs> but just taking it to the people in the Bible as well, and they see a different identity of God. And in every single situation they end up in, every single situation, they see God deliver, God come through, they give him a name. They say, okay, this is mm. God in this moment. They set up an altar to remember it. Wow. Like, we're gonna we're gonna throw this on the Instagram, but some of the names that I, I pulled up, it was like Adonai, Lord Master, mm-hmm. uh, El Shaddai, Lord God Almighty, mm-hmm. Jehovah Rapha, the God that kills, Jehovah Shalom, the God, the Lord is peace. So all of these names oh, in each different situation, each different people in the Bible are yeah. coming up and they're like, Okay, God, you delivered me from this, you helped me to see this. Mm-hmm. You've brought this into my life. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you praise. I'm yeah. going to see this new identity, this new characteristic that you're revealing yeah. into me. Yeah. And I'm going to say, God, this is you. Which is, which is awesome because yeah. there's like, what on this list, there's probably more than, there's more than 10 names for sure. Yeah. And there's way more. And, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's so there's, there's more, and, and, and the thing is, this is still one God. This yeah. is this is this yeah. is one yeah. God, you know. Um, and this is never this is never ending. Like th- He's still revealing Himself to us. Yeah. Um, and mm. of course, in different seasons of our lives. And I think that's yeah. just a beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. So good. That's good. I think in certain seasons you're gonna need a different. I don't want to say version of God, but you're gonna need a different aspect of Him. Yeah. The, <laughs> the movie. The oh my goodness. Um, the cabin, not the cabin. The with um, the, shack? the shack the shack there, there, it, is. Is. Okay. there it is but you see um in different times like you know he needs jesus which is more of that like loving friendly um brother in a sense sometimes he needs he needs god he needs that father figure sometimes mm. you know they had the holy spirit be more of this motherly nurturing sort of deal yeah. um and so like i think that's what's so cool about that list is i guarantee every one of these names has a story where the people needed more of a protector in this situation, father, yeah, more yeah, of a father in this yeah. situation, you know? or even a healer. And it's funny yeah, too because we yeah. actually see that in in David's writing, right? Yes. Where there are times where he 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 needed he needed God to protect him. He writes this whole psalm about protection. He mm-hmm. he needed God to hear his cries, and he he needed someone to be his solid rock during a time, a protector or mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And in every single situation sure. of his songs, he always kind of talks to a different aspect of mm-hmm. God. Yeah. Right. It's not, hey God, I know you cover everything. Um, so let me just write a very general psalms about everything. Wow. But yeah. he like he writes out all these different psalms and saying like these are all the different aspects I need right now. Sure. And this is the kind of aspect I'm looking for. Yes. Good word. Yeah. yeah. Aspect. aspect. Word of the day. Word of the day. That's, that's why it's so beautiful. Every time we read the Bible or you just read a verse in the Bible, you guarantee you you're not always going to get the same message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah you're always yeah. going to get a new revelation yeah. of who god is yeah. so he's reading it like okay god is a healer <laughs> god is a healer <laughs> he's like what god, god is a, he's my defense he's my protection he's my father yeah. he's my best friend you're just sitting there like okay yeah. i'm reading this god the same thing i'm reading over and over again you're revealing something newer to mm-hmm. me and i'm sitting there like this is 
who I'm finding my identity in. This is who mm-hmm. I'm saying. Exactly, exactly. Is yeah. on the throne. Yeah. Of no, it's my crazy. Heart. Now, how like uh like they say as humans, we only use like ten percent of our brain. Mm-hmm. We don't use that other percent. Like it, it has me thinking. Like I heard that's actually fake. Well, we're gonna well, say for this situation, it's for this situation, well, <laughs> for this for this message. But like, think about this. So like, you're, what you're saying is every time we read the word, right, we see a new aspect of God. Mm-hmm. So that that version of God has always been there, but it, it's kind of for us to find it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, he's not changing. It's not like God's growing. God's like he is what he is. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's, like, uh, it's just us. It's just weird to think mm-hmm. like that, like percent wise like we may see 10 percent of god you know we'll never fully uh, understand him you know what yeah. i'm saying yeah, I like that. um but like the more we get into the word and the more we call on him the more he's going to reveal himself to us that's yeah. good you know what i'm saying that's good whoever said it was fake is lying right well it's actually <laughs> you use your whole brain just not all at once you only use 10 percent at a time, time. Like, like, so that's even better that works it's a different that's aspect. Like better yeah. different aspects it's an like aspect <laughs> word of the day <laughs> science and the bible they don't they don't contradict all right the science proves the Bible. Facts. That's for a different episode. <laughs> but uh, Pastor Zane, we would love to hear like your your takes on like the identities of Christ and and how we can find comfort in those or, or what it means to us. <clears throat> I'm going through a really big emphasis on uh, the lordship mm-hmm. of of Jesus, and so mm-hmm. I could say kingship. That's yeah, like mm-hmm. the King of Kings mm-hmm. and the Lord of Lords. Mm-hmm. It's referring to his authority. Yeah. And and it's impossible to separate that from the authority of his word. Right. And I'm really stirred up about this right mm-hmm. now. Uh, I'm looking at the body of Christ mm-hmm. and even our local church here mm-hmm. and uh, just getting a sense that uh, we need to double down on mm-hmm. understanding Jesus is a king. Yeah. yeah. He's a Lord. Mm-hmm. His word has authority. He has authority uh, in our lives. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, <laughs> you know what the disciples called Jesus sometimes? This is so not politically correct. They called him master. Really? Wow. They would call him master. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I can't even fathom that working in our culture today. When you mm-hmm. think, you know, Paul, he, he opens up Romans saying, I'm a slave to the gospel. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm a slave to Jesus Christ yeah. uh, and to the gospel message. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, he understood authority. Yeah. And it wasn't, you know, Jesus said, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. So it's enjoyable, right? To serve mm-hmm. the Lord. It's yeah. not, he doesn't, he said in the kingdom, it's servant leadership. I'm mm-hmm. not lording it over you. I'm, yes. yeah. I'm empowering you. I'm, I'm blessing you. So it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But it still means that he calls the shots. Yeah. yeah. He calls the shots. Absolutely. And we don't. And so just yeah. seeing him rightly, understanding he's the king and, and mm. he calls the shots. Yeah. yeah. I think that's something um, interesting too. Um, I actually, I have a lot of notes on Paul. <laughs> but um, something that Paul actually says too is uh, kind of talks about, he's how saying our indigenous Christ, a good servant obeys. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously that's pretty common sense, right? A good servant would obey. A not so good servant would not obey, right? You, you want someone like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to get canceled with this, but if you have, if you have servants, <laughs> you don't want service that don't this obey. This is not that kind of podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you don't want service that don't obey you. Or here, you don't want pets that Let's don't obey you. Let's say employees. Yeah. There you go. Employees. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want employees that don't obey, right? If you tell them like, hey, be sure to clean out the restrooms like every other day and be sure to do this, do this, do this, yeah, customer yeah. service. And they're like, nah. you know, nah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you don't want that because that, that just kind of ruins a lot of like reputation. It. That doesn't right? work. It Leon, just doesn't work like that. Leon Yang said that. So I, make that <laughs> I think, um, I think going back to, you know, our identity, um, if if we're finding our identity in the world, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're also taking the things that, um, that, that God has intended for good but what we have per, have perverted. So mm-hmm. for so for instance, um, be, being 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 a servant, being being a slave to, to his word and to his yeah. will. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you talk to any worldly person, you're like, bro, you want to be a slave? Yeah, slave? Do you yeah. like do you yeah. do you know what the slaves went through? Yada, yada. You know, they'll take yeah. they'll take yes. what the Lord has intended for good for good. Um, mm-hmm. and 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 pervert it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's and that's for anything if you find your identity in the world mm-hmm. and, yeah. and, and, and and in worldly worldly yeah. nature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I sure. think yeah, I think with Paul, like what he really did well is he not only did he understand the meaning of what it meant to bear the cross and to to obey, yeah, but he 
he, you know, he talked about it. He knew what it meant, but he actually did it. Yeah. yeah he he really bore it. Right. And, and even in Romans chapter six, verse six, it's, um, I love this. I love this verse. It says, knowing this, that our old self was crucified with mm. him in yeah. order that our body of sin might be done away with so that we would need, we would no longer be slaves to sin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in verse seven, actually, I want to follow it up. It says, for the one who has died is freed from sin. Yeah. Yes. And I think like Paul really understood. He, he was the guy that really knew the assignment. He, he's that one kid in class that got down the assignment, got the A's. But he really knew like, <laughs> hey, not only do I have to bear the cross and what it means to bear the cross, but let me show you this is what it like this wow. is what it like yeah. what it looks like and this is this is what we should be doing for sure yeah and that's just yeah that's like something that i think is just amazing like i think paul's story inside out amazing yeah because it's just a perfect example like i said like finding our identity and knowing the identity yeah. and um of ourselves in christ and building that relate mm-hmm. building that relationship with ourselves and, and with christ um i think it's just amazing and i think uh I think going from there, so, you know, talking about like the building the relationship, that's kind of the next part. Yeah. That's, I think that's the key to finding your identity. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, Cause it's kind of like as a kid, when, you know, um, as kids like progressively grow up, you know, we teach, mm-hmm. uh, me and Leon teach the two to like three year olds. Yeah. Um, and as they age, you see more of their personality just come out naturally. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think if you're listening to this, you're like, man, I don't know if I have an identity in Christ right now. You know, mm-hmm. I, I feel very worldly. I feel like I'm kind of doing my own thing, not doing God's thing. Um, this isn't something you you can really force. It's kind of something you have to discover. You know, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, like if you're if you were if you were looking at this like, hey, I want to find an identity in Christ. You know, um, honestly, I'd say like the the one verse I can point you towards, and and I if you can help me find it, um, where it says. Um, you know, the greatest commandment is love the Lord with all of your heart and and love others. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because when you're doing that, when you're building that relationship, when you're loving Christ with everything that you have, mm-hmm. slowly, you know, um, he's going to start chipping away that stuff. Matthew you know, 22, Matthew twenty two thirty seven. 37. That's the verse. But it's yeah, kind of like, um, commandment. what mm-hmm. is it? You know, lead, was it Leonardo da Vinci who made the statue of David? Michelangelo. Michelangelo. Oh, like- we did this. We did this one. Did my bad. <laughs> Michael, we're gonna say Michelangelo. We can fact right. check it in a second. Yeah, I'm but pretty sure he did. There was a there was a freaking slab of marble. Homie went with a hammer and a nail and chiseled out all this stuff. You know what I mean? So if you're, I think you know, building that relationship, the more that you get into the Word, the more that you love God, and that you're, it's Michelangelo. Yeah, it was Michelangelo. It is Michelangelo. Um, but you know, he's gonna start chipping away all that stuff that isn't him. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, yes. I think uh, like an interviewer, a journalist or whatever they had back then asked him, you know, like, well, how did you turn a block of, you know, what rock marble into the mm-hmm. statue? And he goes, well, I just chipped away what isn't David. And I think God's going to do that. Too. Wow. You know what yeah. I mean? Wow. To bunny um, hop on that. Bunny hop, baby. Oof. Oof. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. All has passed away. See, new has come. So just to anyone who's feeling like their their old identity is not going to be leaving, the old identity is what they're stuck as. This is this right here is reassurance mm-hmm. that when you come to Christ, that old part of you, that old identity, the old place you found your identity is dead. Amen. Mm. Now it's time for you to start walking in what you're preaching, yeah. walking in what you believe in, yeah. and finding your identity in Christ. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. All right, so now that we kind of gone over like all the different like what what our identity is and you know finding our identity in christ and and what it looks like i think now is kind of a perfect way to kind of go into what it talks like how how we can use that how do we apply into our Ooh. lives and what what does it look like and and how how it looks differently from finding our identity in the world and something that i that's been put on my heart i wanted to share is talking about how the enemy kind of attacks us into um thinking our identity is in the world and 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 not of christ and kind of tricking us yeah and um and the enemy actually does kind of like two things to to ruin our relationship with christ is number one he disconnects us from the holy spirit yeah. right so he he'll kind of be like hey you know uh whether it's you know struggling with like lust lust or anything like he's like hey you know um technically technically it's not a complete sin mm-hmm. if you really think about it it's, he he kind of oh, like nice. does all this, mm-hmm. does like this. He's trying to disconnect us from the Holy Spirit. It's like, hey, look, man, like technically the Bible does encourage all these things, but but we know that it's not it's 
it's to glorify God, not to glorify mm. ourselves or for pleasure, our own pleasure, right? But the, the enemy will be like, hey, but like, forget about the, you know, for for glorifying God part. It's think about all that pleasure you get, mm -hmm. right? He's trying to disconnect us by bringing us to our humanly self. And and the second way he actually attacks us is he grabs hold of our common sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he knows that's that's just how we operate as human beings. We operate through a lot of common sense and, and logic, right? So he'll be like, he'll use a lot of things. Well, like, well, if you think about it this way, like, logical. like this is the most logical thing to do. Look, man, like, how, and he'll, he'll try like kind of, in a sense, compromise. Like, hey, look, hear me out here. You do it, then let's just say, you know, we'll forget about it. Put it in the back of your mind. We'll forget mm -hmm. about it. Or if you want, go ahead and pray. You know, that's fine. Yeah. But like, just do it real quick. You know, that's fine. No one's watching. No one, no one knows, yeah. right? If you don't say, I won't say. And that's it kind of grabs hold of our common sense. We're like, oh yeah, it kind of makes sense here. Like, you know, it, it kind of does. Yeah. But those are the two ways that the enemy kind of attacks us to to help draw us away from identity in Christ. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm. And it's and it's terrifying because it's almost every single day of our lives that we're gonna have to go through these kind of attacks. Um, yeah, especially especially as Christians, we we go through these attacks constantly, where the enemy tries to take hold of our common sense, or the enemy tries to take hold uh, and disconnect from the Holy Spirit. Even Pastor Zane was talking in his sermon today. You know, like um, we fall in that that thinking a lot. We're like, oh, I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to. Do and, and logically, and logically, it doesn't that make makes sense. sense. You it don't makes want to put sense. In the same and the things like and it's like what Pastor Zane says. Like sometimes we don't even realize that this is wrong, right? Because we we have these thoughts, and it's just. For us, there's just there's just another another thought, yeah. right? But we don't realize they're wrong until boom, like way later on, we get this conviction, like oh wow, like this was really wrong, yeah. you know. And I think that's something like a big way, like if if you ever have to kind of be like you hear out like oh well technically this or technically yeah. that, like I'm like ninety nine point nine percent sure that's not identity, that's not the identity we have in Christ. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't right? cut corners because yeah, the, yeah the, our identity in Christ in Christ. Is never like, oh, I'm kind of sure. He's like, nah, I'm. Hey, hey look at me. I'm sure. I stop ways, dude. <laughs> this, this is my word. Yeah, yeah, like, come on, man. Like, you, are you really that? Come on. Let's <laughs> let's keep it real. Dog, dog. This is this is right. You're not that guy. You're not that guy. Yeah. Um. So I think I think a large a large way that the world tries to uh, confirm our identity or even shame us for it is um is a uh, They'll, they'll try to make us compromise yeah. in who what our in our identity yeah. um in Christ mm -hmm. um or even shameless in it you know what I mean and it's 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 really hard um it's I'm not gonna say it's it's easy but it's it's really hard to be surrounded by everybody shaming you or telling you wrong or saying hey maybe you should do this um but actually living out who God calls you to be to what what God called you to live out and so um a great way to apply your identity is those things that God has gifted you with those, uh, those yeah. gifts or, or what God has allowed you to excel in, you know, to use it, to build up his kingdom, not, not to build up your own kingdom, yeah. not yeah. to build up yourself. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's, it's, he gifted you with these um, so that you'd be able to serve him, yeah. not to For serve sure. anyone else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and also guys, I just want to encourage, we, we spoke about pride maybe like four weeks ago um, mm -hmm. that, you know, you, you not to, yeah. For you, for you guys to not take pride in your gifts, yeah. Um, I think as humans, we like we see something that we're, we're good at, and we're like, let's keep doing it because yeah, I'm good at it. People recognize I'm good at it. I mm. love being in the spotlight. I'm yeah, good for at sure. it. You know, whatever, yeah. whatever that whatever that may be. Um, but God has gifted you with that. He he he's enabled you to excel at that mm -hmm. to glorify His kingdom. Yeah. So keep your mind set on the Lord and not set on yourself. Yeah, uh, Tim Tebow, yeah. Uh, Nick Foles, even NF, you know, people who have excelled because of their talents, football, you know, uh, even rapping. And they're, they're, they're very adamant, like, God gave me the gift. Mm -hmm. He's here because he gave me the gift. You know what I mean? And they yeah. don't take pride in their ability to throw a football or to use double or triple entendres, as Corey would say. <laughs> and um, and, and yeah. you, you see people who, who, who do excel at certain gifts. Mm -hmm. um and once they start to take pride in themselves you see the downfall of them. Yep. Yeah, yeah um and, and sometimes you do see them come back and like say all right guys i, I made a mistake you yeah know I mean? the yeah. moment i took my the, the moment i took my eyes off the lord is the moment i fell yeah, yeah. so paddle boarding it's a, it's a weird thing but in paddle boarding um let's say you're about to fall you're getting wobbly and the board starts to shake what you're actually supposed to do is look at the horizon 
because if you look at your feet, you look at what you're doing, you're going to fall. Yeah. But when you look at the horizon, there's something about it that just your your body Stay steadies cool. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. But that's funny because that's it's kind of similar to like skiing or snowboarding. Like when you're when you feel like you're about to fall, you're not actually supposed to like you're you're actually supposed to just keep going faster. Yeah. It's that. like you don't you don't want to stop when you're feeling yourself wow. um, yeah. falling because you're going to fall at that yeah. point. If yeah. you try to stop, you're going to fall. You're gonna die. Like <laughs> so, like it's it's kind of funny because like our natural reaction, like when we're like wobbling like almost about to fall while skiing or is to catch yourself but you're not supposed to do that because you're going to you're going to fall and and it's going to be tough to get back up so like what we're taught as like when you're skiing or snowboarding what you're taught to do is instead of doing that hey just keep going yeah (laughs) lean into yeah lean into it and just keep going even more like Mm -hmm. tough it through um I'm going to hit my point because me and Corey about to have to dip we had a a little um recording schedule mess up so um, but what I want to talk about is, you know, we're talking about our identity in Christ and kind of like the importance of it and how to use it. You mm-hmm. know, um, one of our good friends, uh, Michael, what he's tell us is, look, you can feed your flesh or you can, you know, feed your spirit. Whatever you mm. feed more of is going to end up taking over. Yeah. Um, something we've talked about on this podcast is we, we've all struggled with sexual temptation, with mm-hmm. lust and, um, you know, and porn, pornography, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. And there'll be some times where I'm not gonna lie, I'll be you know middle of the night, and I'm and I'm having these urges, I'm having these these doubts, these insecurities, whatever it yeah. may be. And what I have to do in that moment is tell myself I'm a child of God. This is not of me. I'm not a yeah. you know I'm not a, a a porn addict. I'm not this person who does this because you know I uh, I said it Second Corinthians five like I've been reborn. Yeah. You know um, I I'm. I'm quoting the scripture. I don't really know where exactly it is, but you don't put old wine mm. or old no new wine yeah, and right. old oh, wine skins. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. Um, and so what I have to tell myself in those moments where I'm having it, and I say it out loud. I may, I may, you know, they say there's power in the tongue. Yeah. I make sure to say I'm a child of God. These hands are not meant to pleasure myself, but to serve others. And, and Ooh, I have to take good, yeah. take a stand in that. You know what I mean? That's and that's yeah. dude. That's been one of the biggest. Um, one of the biggest, I think, takeaways, and um, I guess one of the ways where I'm seeing a lot more success and mm-hmm. in, in, in striving away from from those urges, those struggles, is taking a stand and go, I'm not this person. Yeah. Like you made mm-hmm. me new, and I, mm-hmm. you know, something I did, um, I think maybe a week or two ago, is like, God, I'm I'm weak. I want to do this. I know I want to do this, yeah. but I know you're going to give me strength because I'm your That's son. Good. You know. Yeah. Um, and the scripture I want to read right before I, I gotta I gotta balance is going to be in Romans eight fifteen. It says. So you have a re- you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful, uh, fearful slave. Instead, you've received God's spirit when He adopted you into, adopted you as His own children. Uh, now we call Him Abba Father. Um, like uh, or not Nick? Goodness gracious! Leon said earlier, a father is going to help his child. You know, they say yeah. don't mess with Mama Bear, but when you get Papa Bear, you know you're yeah. going to die. Yeah, you yeah. know, That's a, especially especially if Papa Bear's got a daughter. Yeah, taking taking her on a prom date. He's, nope. he's got that. He's got a shotgun in the bag. And, hey, bring her back by nine. Two pimples. He's like, yeah, make a move on my son. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, like, you know, I'm I'm surprised it took us this long to hit identity. You know, 26 episodes. You know, I thought, right, yeah, I thought, you know, I thought yeah. maybe ones. maybe one of the earlier ones. But That's dude, funny. it's so important that I think you guys as listeners, um, old follower or new follower to, to keep up with this. Maybe it's kind of like your uh, ID. You get it. You get it, but you got to keep renewing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. Keep y'all selves in check, and um, yeah, I, I think that's gonna be it's gonna be it for me. So I gotta I gotta boogie. I also have to buy a shirt. Um, do you want to stop it? No, 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 no yeah, 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 yeah. You and I have to go. Oh. You go. Yeah. Insane, oh, that's oh, what you do. Hey guys, we love you. Uh, we're gonna dip out. Expect everything and nothing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Y'all have fun. Thank you so much, Dave. All right. <laughs> now we're taking over the podcast my first order um i want to take over everything (laughs) 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 we're going to change the name completely so we're still talking about how we apply this uh our identity and using our daily lives Mm -hmm. um so i did lose my train of thought but i was able to refine it so one of the things I know that we should do when we try to find our identity, how we apply it, is like I was talking about new. We know that we're a new creation, yeah. so we need to start believing it. We need to start walking in it. We need to start actively seeing what we used to do and starting to get away from it. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about being a new creature, new identity, we need to start in our daily lives. We need to put it into action. 
mm-hmm. need to practice what we preach. Mm-hmm. And if we are doing that, that's I know for sure that we can we can walk in that new identity. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really glad you mentioned actions um, because it's something that's kind of like a good indicator uh, whether we were finding that identity in, in Christ or of the world is we can kind of keep asking ourselves, well, does our actions shame or glorify his name? Yeah. You know, if it glorifies his name, then I'm pretty sure that means we ha- we're finding our, we're keeping our identity well in Christ. But if it's shaming his name, it's, if it's something like, if it's if we're doing something that you're not willing to tell your pastor about it out in front of in front of the whole church, I don't know what to tell you, but that might not be identity of Christ. I'm, you might be finding your identity in the world if yeah. you're if if you're not willing to tell your pastor what you did in front of the whole church. Cool. But um, I think as as a faithful servant, right, we're we're called to do what God calls us to do. And I think that's something, it seems so simple, but it's something that I think that we constantly overlook is that we're called to do, we're only called to do what he calls us to do. Mm -hmm. Not anything else, not, you know, no more, no less. We're called to what, to do what he calls us to do. Yeah. Right. If the Lord calls us, we, we should be answering. Mm -hmm. Right. We shouldn't, if the Lord calls us, we shouldn't be like hesitating or, or trying to come like, well, you know, like, Maybe, but maybe not, Lord. Like, uh, how about I do 75% today and then 25% tomorrow? Like, no. If the Lord calls us, the Lord calls us, right? And I yeah. think, like, even with Pastor Zane's testimony, like, um, he was called, and I think Pastor Zane even mentioned in his message today, he was called to, to serve. And he even said, he even told before he was actually called to serve, he was like, I'm not going to serve. I'm not going to I'm not going to take part in this. But <laughs> when the Lord calls you, the Lord calls you, right? It's, it's not something yeah. you're like, the Lord calls you, and you're like, well, I don't know, God, like maybe, maybe in like five years or something like, no, like if the Lord says something, we, we should faithfully follow. Yeah. Right. Even if it doesn't seem at the time, doesn't seem like the right path, but we just have to have that complete trust and faith in him that, Mm -hmm. Hey, Lord, I'm going to follow you. I don't know where this is going to go, but I trust in you that this is the right path. Yeah. 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 I've really enjoyed this talk on identity. I think something, a thought that came to my mind that I think summarizes our talk here today is this. Mm -hmm. Our identity determines our core values and our core Mm -hmm. values ultimately drive every decision we make. And so when our identity is in Christ, we mm-hmm. take on his core values. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then those core values help us make each and every decision. And mm-hmm. so he doesn't have to write and legislate legally line by line every move that we make through this life. Yeah. But every day we have those core values that uh, drive our decisions and continue to shape us, mold us, form us mm-hmm. into the image of Christ instead yeah. of being conformed. Yeah. to the world yeah, yeah. Uh, I think an easy way is to compare what God's word says to what society says yeah. and see the differences like because in society it's like oh there's a hookup culture you know mm-hmm. sex before marriage is fine you know get blackout drunk every night and yeah. then God's word says be patient and trust his timing yeah, yeah. And that's like a really in- good indicator where your core values line up with what God says. Yeah. No, I think that's good. All about the you do you movement. Yeah. You, you, do, you, you do you yeah. thing. Like, do you <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You only have like, God only gave you one body. So you need to like take care of the gifts he gave you and mm-hmm. get the most out of it. You can yeah. while you still have it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the summary that Pastor Zane kind of gave just really just hits it on the nail. Um, you know, ultimately, finding our identity is not an easy thing. Yeah. Right. If it was easy, we would all find our identities. Everyone yeah. in this world would have found their identities. I think that's my dad's favorite phrase. If this was easy, this world would be perfect by now. Yeah. That's my dad's absolute favorite phrase. He likes to use that all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's because it's so tough that, you know, that we, I feel like it's something that we should bring up, you know, and, yeah. and, I think a good indicator of like just how tough it is is of Paul, right? And I, I keep bringing going back to Paul, but it's right. because I love I love his story so much. But Paul, 
constantly talks about this identity and, and finding our identity and, and and molding this identity and building this relationship with Christ. And, yeah. and he even says it himself, like, in, and I, I don't remember exactly where he, but he constantly talks about how, like, it's not something that's easy. It's something, it's not something that just comes naturally to you. It's not something that you wake up one day like, ah, yes, there's my identity in Christ. Yeah. You know, it's not something that we just connect with automatically. It's something that we work. And, you know, we see Paul work his whole life to to work on that identity and working on the, his relationship with Christ. Yeah. Um, and it's, and by no means I'm nowhere near close to Paul, you know, like if it took Paul that long, you know, Lord imagines how long it will take me, you know. But I think it's just something that. I think in, in our in the current society right now is something that's so important is finding our identity in Christ and finding our identity in yeah. the world. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, good. And it's something that really quick I wanted to mention that Pastor Zane actually mentioned to the to the uh, people who were serving the kids was he was saying that, you know, this society now, how everything is going on, like the norm the norm for our future generation is so much more different than our norm now yeah well then like let's say like when we were growing up yeah right the norm for for the next generation is going to be so much different and it's terrifying mm -hmm. but and, yeah. and, and it's, it's going to be even tougher for them to find their identity in christ with the norm right whatever so changing, different yeah. you know yeah. and 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 that's why i think especially now more than ever we need to know what it means to have that identity good mm -hmm. well said yeah. yeah i think i think it's now if not now then never you know yeah. if it's not now then we'll never be able to 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 let that message out there saying hey this identity in christ is something we all desperately mm -hmm. need yeah. that's good um so on that like does y'all have any anything else to close out no no, I think we we nailed it on the head. head yeah, I, I think I think we did pretty yeah, well. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Pastor Zane, do you mind closing out in prayer for us? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Right. Lord, just thank you for the opportunity to get together with brothers and talk about your word. Mm, and uh, Lord, thank you for this message and this reminder that our identity is in you. Lord, I just pray over these men and this ministry that they've started that mm. you've put in their hearts to do. Bless it, prosper it, God. Lord, I just pray over anyone that may be listening to this episode. Uh, God, I just pray a prayer of blessing mm. and that you'd give them the grace to obey and to uh, obey your commandment, to take up their their cross, to lay down their own life, their own yes, identity, yes, and put on Christ. Mm. We ask this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor Zane, for coming out. Thanks, today. guys. Loved it. This was amazing. And you I know, know the thing that we love to do, you know, we love to eat. What is potato it? chips. <laughs> <laughs>